is two girls, one ghost. Two girls, one ghost. And we are your ghostesses. That's Corinne, and I'm hey. Sabrina, and we're here to read you your ghost stories. But before we do that, let's just remind you that we have some live shows coming up. So mm-hmm. if you're around for Nashville, we're going to Zany's Comedy Club on Sunday, June mm-hmm. 16th. June. And then we go to Gotham Comedy Club in New York City on July 14th, also a Sunday. So Yeah. And we promise to make it worth your time and make it extra spooky. And maybe I will wear my Samara outfit if we sell them out. I don't know. Oh, my God. We better sell out. I would die to see that. (laughs) I'll dress normal. You dress as Samara. Okay. I mean, (laughs) if we sell out our Nashville show, I will wear my Samara outfit. And, and I, I'll go as old Greg. Oh, my gosh. So you're not going to... Wait, we'll kind of, like, look the same. Old Greg has a ton of face makeup, too. Yeah. We'll both look messed up. But this is... Guys, the, we're saying this on the podcast, so it's going to be a thing if we if, sell it our show. If. If you help us. Help us help you. Yeah. Um, and you guys help us plenty, because you email us your spooky ghost stories, which we're about to read. Yeah, you do. Well, in our Encounters episodes, we always want to take a moment to thank everyone who has supported us on Patreon and has helped us to get to where we are today. Uh, for this episode, we're giving a shout out to all of our Devil's Hour Insomniacs who donated for the month of April. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. We have Crimson, Laura, Stevie, Chris, Richard, Amanda, Sonali, Marie Eve, Krista, Bree, Lillian, Shannon, Amy, Sarah, Alwyn, Simon, Nikita, Alex, Ashley, Isaac, Doxon, Draco, and Kimberly. Luann, Bethann, Brianna, Allison, Maria, Hannah, Empowerment Ensemble, Yamali, Johanna, Matthew, Brian, The Creepover Podcast, Dana, Melinda, Kylie, Anne, Jess, Sloan, Gabrielle, Angela, Carmen and her freckles, Christina, <laughs> Sarah, Bailey, the ghostly gals, Taryn, Anna Rose, Lisa, Dawn, Kesha, Jen, and Jenny. Corinne, Rachel, Jenna, Mary, Sarah, Stacy, Sarah, Lorraine, Noel, Krista Gale, Claire, Marie, Elizabeth, Madeline, Chris, Shelby, Nikki, Carmen, Jordan, Tony, Victoria, Victor, Dana, Dweeb, Eve, April, Ashley, Juliet, Laura, Rebecca, Barbara, Sarah, Kaylee, Jen, and Aaron. And Jennifer, Olivia, Amy, Erica, Brandon, and Emily, Nicolette, Amanda, Andrea, Tanya, Gracie, Donna, Nadia, Angel Kitty, Inaki, Liana, Jennifer, Corey and Lane, Nikki, Sam, Betsy, Alex, Kayla, Autumn, Frankie, Amy, Nancy, Dana, Janine, Robin, Sean, Harry, Andy, Hannah, Azana Profana, Carrie, Sharon, Jess, Loreni, Nanette, Cassifras, Carmelina, Lizzie, Christina, Jane, Shananigans, C, Sydney, Melissa, and Sarah. Jordan, Heather, Sydney, Katrina, Valeria, Devin, Chelsea, Edmund, Holly, Drianna, The Strange Case of Jewelry, Dolores, Sarah, Lauren, and Joanna. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And uh, you guys are great, and we're going to read your stories. Uh, Okay, I will. Actually, okay, this is actually from one of my friends and fellow sorority sisters from Kappa Alpha Theta, who 
we were like good friends in college. She's a year younger than me, but we hadn't really stayed in touch. And she sent me a text months ago and it was like, oh my God, your podcast is amazing. I'm listening to it. And I was like, what? Like, how did you find it? But anyway, she sent us a, a story. Oh, awesome. Hi, ladies. Just wanted to say I've been loving your podcast and love listening to it while sitting in horrible LA traffic on my way home from work when it's getting dark out and extra spooky. LOL. I'm still catching up currently in the middle of your bonus Halloween episode as I type this, which is what, episode 13? Long time ago. Uh, trust me, I usually run to the elevator after I park in my garage because of how creeped out I get. Anyways, this might be lengthy, so bear with me. My family has been surrounded by paranormal activity as long as I can remember. My mom and grandma can definitely go on for days about the experiences they've had, and I'll be telling you guys one of the most significant experience I've ever had. Just a warning, it's a little sad. So around my sophomore year at LMU, one of my best friends from when I lived in Pebble Beach, California, completed suicide while she was away at college on the East Coast. It shook me to the core, and in the months that followed, I experienced night terrors every single night in which my mom had to shake me awake from how loud I would be screaming. It took me about two months of this to finally be able to speak to other friends who had knew her about it. One night, I was on the phone with a close friend that her, that knew her, and we were talking about all the fun and amazing memories we had with our dear friend. After we decided to hang up, I walked into my mom's bedroom to vent. I became increasingly agitated and started loudly proclaiming, why did you do this? I'm still so confused, as if my friend could hear me. I was still so upset and could not wrap my, my mind around the tragedy that had happened. As I became increasingly more agitated and at the verge of tears, my phone, which was sitting on the charger across the room, made that ding-ding sound it does right before Siri starts talking. But instead of Siri, a distorted sound, almost sounding like a voice, what? came on loudly through my iPhone speakers. The hair on my arms and my back of my neck stood up and I bolted across the room to my phone to try to shut it off. I began pushing every button on my iPhone to cut off the horrible noise and once it did, I could barely believe my eyes. Both of my backgrounds, home and lock screen, had changed two pictures of my dear friend I had lost. I had definitely not changed them and my mom doesn't have my passcode so no logical explanation could come to mind about how this could have happened. My mom and I were terrified and in shock. And in, in the middle of the chaos, what seemed like chaos in my mind, my other friend who, I'm just, who I had just been on the phone with called me and said that he had been walking home and as he passed every house, the wind chimes started to go off. As he neared Holy his crap. house... I have full body chills. <laughs> I know, me too. As he neared his house, a gust of ice-cold wind hit him so hard that it knocked him back a few steps, and then everything became still. He knew in his heart that it had been our dear friend coming to make her presence known. <sighs> Once I shakily explained what had just happened to me, we concluded that she, had to come, that she had come back to comfort us and tell us not to worry about her anymore. While it did scare the living shit out of me, I have not had night terrors since... And I've made peace with the loss of my friend. This is the, that is the first time in my life that I can say that I believe in ghosts. Sorry for a morbid story, but I hope you somewhat enjoyed it. Keep up the creepy work, ladies. I have definitely been spooked. Sincerely, Claudia. P.S. I love hearing Leia meowing in the background during your podcasts. Sabs, I never got the chance to tell you, but we actually have twin cats. When I adopted my furball three years ago, it was definitely inspired by your kitty. 
and it always provides a little comedic relief to hear her meow in the background while you guys are in the middle of some terrifying story. LOL. Aww. And she sent a photo. Because Leia definitely, I think, has gotten used to us recording, and she talks less. Definitely. In the beginning, yeah. she lost her mind. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. But, wow. Uh, I've probably read that story a few times, and it just, like, gets to me every time. Like, I don't even know what to say about it. Me neither. It's, I mean, it's both tragic and heartbreaking, but also sweet and and beautiful about, like, and it's just, like, it encompasses everything about the paranormal world that I love so much. And, yes, we don't dwell on the, like, really, like, heartwarming stories as much as we do the terrifying, because sometimes the terrifying is a little bit, it's almost a little bit easier because one it's spooky but two it's like to deal with like the really sad aspects I I don't know what I'm saying it's just like it's so it's I think it encompasses the paranormal world that I love so much and the reason I got into it and to give to give those signs and those obvious messages to many people to all the people that needed a little extra pat on the back all at once And then it also, like, triggers those people to call each other and help each other grieve. It creates a whole little support group. I know. I really wonder what the voice was saying through the phone. I know. I'm so curious. Because I bet you, like, she was, Claudia was too scared to, like, really listen to it. Oh, yeah. I would not put my ear near the phone. Because at first you wouldn't know that it's her necessarily. Well, because it was distorted, right? So it's like a... But, like, yeah. it could have been words. Oh, and then the pictures. Oh, that God, the pictures. I know. I've, I just get chills every five seconds in this story. I know. Okay. Well, I have one for us. Okay. This is from Brianna, and it's called My Childhood Apartment. Hi, you beautiful humans. Oh, hey. Thank you so much for this podcast. I don't think I've ever been scared and laughing at the same time before. And your live show in Boston was amazing. Oh, thanks. Now to my spoopy stories. I have a bunch of short ones all relating to the apartment that I grew up in. But here are two. It was a two-family house kind of a thing. And we lived on the top floor. Standard two-bedroom, living room, kitchen, bathroom. My room had this huge closet that I used as a toy room when I was a tiny kid. So we'll start with the toy room. When I was a kid, I never slept in my room. Why? Because there were farm animals in my toy room, but you couldn't see them. Oh my gosh. It was a nightly thing that between 2 and 3 a.m., you'd hear cows mooing and pigs. No way. What? I had no toys that made those noises. Never explained, but eventually they stopped. But until then, I would sleep in my parents room until the sun came up oh the big super spoopy one happened when i woke up super early to get ready for school my parents were not awake yet and i kept hearing a girl whispering i can't blame siblings as i am the only child and not my parents since they were sleeping but i ignored it and i kept getting ready for school so i went into my room for a second And I know I made the bed because my mom's like super OCD. But when I went in, there was an imprint on the bed like someone had just sat down there. And still my parents were sleeping and my 12-year-old head was literally like, what the fuck? (laughs) So I ran out of the room and I refused to go back in until my parents woke up. Eventually they did wake up 
and it was time to go to school. And of course, I had to get my damn backpack from the room. <laughs> so I walked in and sure as shit, there was a girl sitting on my bed. Clear girl on my bed. Whole lot of nope. Oh I called gosh. for my dad and by the time he came to the room, she was gone. And those are just a couple of the stories. I have plenty more and I can always share if you want to hear. Always. We always want to hear. Always. Thank you, ladies, for this podcast. You make work and commuting so much easier and give me the chills with all the spooks. Keep up the amazing work. See you on the other side, Brianna. Um, I'm so curious. Like, was it farmland before? Because farm animals in her apartment? In the closet. In the closet. And it's like the second story, too. So that's it's just strange. It's so weird. And I was thinking, like, was it a, was that the main house of a farmer before? But, I mean, between two and three, everyone's sleeping. I think farmers often get up, like, at, like, four a.m., but two and three a.m., I don't think the animals are awake. They might be. I guess I'm not a farmer. I don't know. But the animals, they're, you know, they have crazy, like, Leia has crazy sleep schedule. Yeah. I just don't get it. I'm so, it's so fascinating because I, I've never heard I mean obviously we have ghost pets ghost animals but like a cow and a pig like it blows my mind or oh or do you think because she didn't have any toys that made those noises but it was a dedicated toy room I wonder if mm. the little girl that sat on her bed had a favorite toy that had farm animal noises so she mm. herself would go into the toy room when she was all alone obviously when Brianna was sleeping interesting and would play with her toy and that's what made the noise I mean it's still all paranormal but right I do like relating it though to that girl because the girl's connected to the uh, the house in some way so yeah maybe well, oh my god could you imagine if it's her the ghost girl in the toy room just mooing I like uh... to think of that wow believable noises thank you mm-hmm. I am for hire are you? Yeah, you can hire me to do just about just about anything except for most things because I don't like most things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's on deck? This is from Kelly, and she says, "Spirits at my hospital." Hey, ladies, let me start by saying I'm obsessed with your podcast and love to listen to y'all. I was listening to the episode about hospitals and thought I'd write to share my experiences. I'm a nurse at hospital at a hospital in Oklahoma City. I am no longer a bedside nurse that cares for patients. The job I have now requires me to go all over the hospital, and the first experience I had was on a weekend not too long after I had started. I had to go to our surgery department to retrieve supplies that I needed for a floor, and the surgery crew was gone and the whole department was locked. I badged myself into the department and got the supplies, but when I was about to leave, I heard what sounded like a child laughing. It startled me because I thought I was alone. I turned around to walk further into the department and started saying, hello? My first thought was that somehow a child had wandered in and been locked in the department. I searched everywhere and never found anyone or heard it, or heard it again. A few days later, I ran into one of the surgery nurses and asked him if they ever heard anything like a child's voice down there. I told him what happened, and he basically looked at me like I was nuts and said no. Fast forward a year or so, and I was helping another nurse clean up our out, our overflow unit that that we had just closed. There are two long hallways on this floor. She was down the east one pulling the trash, equipment, etc. out of the rooms, and I had gone down the west hall to start doing the same. I went into one of the rooms and grabbed the trash can to pull the bag out of it, 
and the curtain in the room that was less than a foot from me violently went towards the wall as if someone had just pulled it to do patient care. It scared the shit out of me so much that I went into the hall and yelled for the other nurse. She came out from a room down the other hall to see what happened. I told her what had just happened, to which she also replied, holy shit, what the fuck? And which is the exact same thing I had said to myself in the hallway. We both went into the room together. The curtain was still against the wall and nothing else had been moved. I grabbed all the shit out of there and did not go back in. The only other things I've heard are just loud bangs that seem to happen when I'm in the mor- when I'm in the morgue. It is right next to what used to be our old autopsy room, so I don't know if that is something paranormal paranormal or just old pipes in the ceiling. Keep up the awesome stories and see you on the other side, Kelly. Nothing spookier than a haunted hospital. No, there's not. I that, wonder what the um, child... Well, it could be any number of things, like just a child ghost who kind of wreaks havoc. Not wreaks havoc, but like is kind of stuck at the hospital and just likes to run around and have fun. Yeah, playing. Yeah. I mean, it, there's so much there's so much space in a hospital to explore. Right. I wonder how many of her coworkers experience things. But it sounds like she's very open, and that's why she was... I almost said targeted, but not targeted, but like very aware of what's going on mm-hmm. and maybe more in tune enough to see and hear things. Right. And none of it seems negative or bad. It just seems very... Just, you know, like ghosts that are still sticking around just going about their business. Like if it is a nurse trying to do patient care, they're moving the curtain because it's like a residual haunting. They're just doing what they did in life. Did I tell you I asked my sister because she's a physician assistant in an emergency room and I was like, so have you seen ghosts? And she's like, no. And I was like, will you ask your coworkers? And she's like, no. I was like, why not? And she's like, I'm starting a new job. I'm not going to go around asking all my new coworkers if they've seen ghosts at this hospital. I was like, but do I mean, it for me. Yeah. She's not as I'm into sure it as I am. I'm sure they all talk about it. What if I, on her, did she already have her first day? Yeah, she's been there for a month say, or two what now. If on her first day, they all sit her down and say, here's the lowdown. Like, here's what happens here. I would That would be the dream. That. that would be the dream. But no. And my sister's not as into all this stuff as we are. Interests are not uh, hereditary. Okay. This one is from Jaleesa. Okay. Hello, ladies. I don't know if you've read my first email, but I couldn't wait to send you another. (laughs) I've decided to send you how I found out that I'm a witch and share a couple of short stories like how my baby sister met my dead brother. Ooh. So in most witch tales, it is common that witches get their powers at the age of 13. If that is true, then I was a tad bit late. I'm 23. And going back about three years ago, I became very close to a girl who happened to be a witch. I thought it was so cool. And at the time, I didn't realize her witch aura was slowly awaking my own dormant witch aura. That's cool. So cool. It's never too late for you, Sabrina. It's like the book, The Power. It's about... Have you read it? No. Anyway, it's basically women helping giving other women their power it's the the whole thing but it's really good soon i started feeling really different especially around her and the last thing i wanted to say was that suddenly i'm a witch just because my friend was one how lame would that be (laughs) it wasn't until about a year later that i had a strange dream and in the dream i went to go warn a friend about something the warning came from the moon which had two faces that only witches can see oh I can't remember the rest, 
but that pushed me into calling the one person that could tell me what was going on. And I remembered a while ago speaking with another witch that the only way to be a genuine witch was to have it passed down through a bloodline. So the one person I could think of who could be a witch in, the fa- in my family was my grandma on my mother's side. She was always creative. She could bring dead plants back to life. And she always oh. made my sister and I cleanse the house when we were younger. I want the power to bring plants, dead plants back to life. Because Me too. I kill everything. That was my favorite uh, in American Horror Story Coven. Mm-hmm. That She was my favorite one. The one yes. that could bring plants back. Yeah. I quickly called her up and asked, do you believe in witches? Are we witches? And the first thing out of her mouth was, I have been waiting your whole life for you to come to me about the abilities that we share. Oh my gosh! I was in complete shock. She went on to tell me that it was passed down through the firstborn of their firstborn in each generation. So her, her mother, my mother, and I are all witches currently in our family. It also made sense why I was the only grandchild to receive a necklace from her when I was a toddler. Oh my gosh. She had put a protective spell on it. Until this day, I still wear it. She went deeper into telling me how my great-grandmother was bitter and dabbled in black magic. My grandmother also messed with black magic unknowingly and quickly stopped when the results began to haunt her, which, till this day, still do. Oy. Now she is a white healing witch with the ability to look into someone's past just by looking into their eyes. She actually doesn't like that ability because it is completely random and she has seen some dark stuff. I'm sure. She also used to read tarot cards. And my mother doesn't acknowledge her powers and does not use them. This is so Halloween town. I was just thinking that. I now have the ability to open my third eye and see other and see the colors of people's auras. I can activate stones and make them very powerful and have also been practicing the ability to transfer and connect good energies. What? I'm still pretty weak and unfortunately my grandmother lives in Puerto Rico, so I am always actively looking for a white witch to be my mentor. Also, I have the gift of discernment, as I mentioned in my previous email, and I don't know if I got those abilities from the accident or from the fact that I'm a witch. A couple side notes. The witch that told me about bloodlines, I went back and told him how I discovered I was one too. And his response, I already knew. I could feel it. I didn't say anything because you had to discover it for yourself. This side note, Sabrina may love. Ooh. I had a tuxedo cat at a young age. She was my best friend and she slept at the top of my pillow with me every night. Oh, so cute. Unfortunately, she died, but she's still with me. From time to time, when I'm sleeping, I swear I feel a cat jump on my bed and sitting at the top of my pillow, even though I don't have a cat right now. Wow. This happened as well before having the two-faced moon dream. Maybe she was trying to help me discover the truth? I don't know. But now I've made her my familiar, and anytime I practice spells, I can feel my dear Looney walking and rubbing my legs. I was just going to say it's her familiar. It's her familiar. So sweet. So in my immediate family, there is my mom, stepdad, and five sisters. Keep in mind, no brothers. The last sister was an oopsie because, (laughs) you see, the other four girls were much older. We say that about my brother. (laughs) Your brother was an oopsie? We say that. My mom won't admit it, but I'm pretty sure he was. He's not that much younger than you. Uh, Five years from me and 
seven for my sister, but my mom goes, but he was pleasant. We were excited to have a boy. There's my mother's two girls and my stepdad's two girls he had before meeting my mom. I'm 23 and the others are 23, 21, and 20. And then the youngest is seven. Mm -hmm. When she was about three or four, she would giggle alone in her room all the time. And we figured Mm -hmm. it was her grandpa coming to visit. Yes, my stepdad's dad who passed would come from time to time. One day we asked her who she was playing with and she said, my brother. And we all looked at her confused as fuck. How did she know anything about brothers at the age of three when all that we had explained to her was the concept of sisters? And she said, my brother, I was playing with him. And my mom in shock goes to my dad and said, he thinks she means. And that's when it hit me. I remember my mom telling me a long time ago that just a few months before she got pregnant with me, she had a miscarriage and she never knew the gender of the baby. Creepy and also so sweet. Am I right? Yeah. On to another small story. When I was old enough to understand my ghostly abilities, I met one that attached to me. The bitch was a tattletale. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so back up. One summer I was visiting my biological dad and my cousin and my stepbrother said that the house was haunted by a tall dark man and a young girl i said yeah right okay let's try to find this ghost we were definitely 11 10 and 8 anyway so instinctively i did what i do now to get to know the ghost i sat and i focused and i asked telepathically is there a ghost And an image of a girl pops up in my mind and says her name is Angela. I told my cousin and she didn't believe me. Hell, I didn't believe myself. (laughs) Fast forward about a year later, back with my mom and not yet stepdad, who can astro project. When he told me about his abilities, I told him about mine. And I told him about Angela and how maybe I just made things up. And I kid you not, about another year or two into my teens, of course being mischievous, My dad comes to me and said, I hope you believe in yourself and your abilities because I met Angela last night and she doesn't stop talking. Oh, my God. I was amazed and ecstatic and, yes, believe a lot more in my abilities. Not too long after that, I got some big I got in some big trouble with my parents. I don't remember why, but I do remember my stepdad saying, I knew I should have listened to Angela. She said you were doing wrong, but I chalked it up to her rambling. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Again, complete shock. She told on me. (laughs) I definitely cut off ties with her after that. (laughs) Although sometimes I still feel her come and visit me from time to time. I honestly appreciate it. Because I know now that she was only looking after me. (laughs) Anyway, I'm so happy I got to share some of my favorite stories with you ladies. I know you won't have time to share all of them. So if you do, well, we did. I didn't pick it. I just read them all. (laughs) Thank you, ladies and Kitty, for being so awesome. From your favorite twitchy, witchy girl, Jaleesa. Wow, Jaleesa, you are, you're having it. You have it all. You, you got all the powers. I know. This is so cool. And to just, like, feel like something's going on with yourself and having all these experiences, but then having this big, like, it's like the equivalent of, to reference your favorite movie, Harry Potter, mm-hmm. it's like when you get the official letter in the mail. It's like, you know what's happening. It's done. Yeah. Okay. Just a side note, because you brought up Harry Potter, it, just doing this podcast makes me realize how brilliant and smart 
JK Rowling is because we've been doing this podcast for what almost two years now and every time I we I, we do research I'm like oh this relates to Harry Potter so it's like how did JK Rowling do all of this research and how did she know all of those stories you know because she's a witch Cause, well that's cool I like that that's cool she wrote it about herself her own life story her own life story um but yeah Delisa's stories I mean okay Angela seems it's like a little sister you know like the little sister that tells on you oh my god and And she does not stop talking but also like loves you and like just wants to be around you and like wants you to be her best friend and then talks nonstop. yeah oh my god and I thought it's so funny that he chucked it up to her rambling like she talks that much where he's just like oh my god I'm tuning this out I know it's it's also interesting about her younger sister seeing her brother who had passed away. Mm-hmm. My yeah. mom my mom said that she had a dream because she had a miscarriage and she felt like it was a boy and had a dream about him like years later. Really? Mm-hmm. Because it makes it makes you wonder, like especially me when I think about like reincarnation and that whole thing. Right. It makes me wonder if that the soul that was supposed to be with you like when they wait their turn do they was that their one opportunity for this current life for them to be with you or do they will they jump into another body down the line yeah i don't know like do you wait to go together to your next life or oh that's interesting maybe it depends on the story and the spirit i mean not story maybe it depends on the spirit right and i guess what what the purpose of that life was (sighs) oh Well, if you guys have stories, you can email them to us. Our email is twogirlsoneghostpodcast at gmail.com. And you can support us by supporting us on Patreon. And you can get a shout out like a lot of our Patreon listeners did in the beginning of this episode. You can buy our merch. Leia's meowing outside my door. Yeah, and then wear wear your merch to our live shows. Yeah, and uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on social media. And tell all of your friends. And we will see you on the other side. Very spooky.